Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going? Sanjo here. Hope you're well. Popping in just before we kick off this uh, rather interesting episode of Oldie But A Goodie. Interesting because the movie that we cover is something else. But uh, as always, this show is brought to you by Patreon, powered by Patreon, patreon.com forward slash oldie but a goodie pod. And we're offering something new up there at the moment. As you've probably noticed, we've got ads on the show now. And if you want access to the ad free versions of these shows, patreon.com forward slash oldie but a goodie pod, the $1 tier will grant you access to ad free episodes. Or you can sign up to the $5 tier, get some bonus episodes as well. On Wednesday, we're dropping a uh, extended bonus battle between two new movies. First time we've ever done that. The new Uncharted film and the new Resident Evil movie. Two video game films that came out recently. We're doing a bonus battle between the two of them up on Patreon. Check it out if you want. Link in the episode description. And let's jump into this wild review of Luck of the Irish with our guest this week, Danny McGinley. Now, I was working with Danny earlier in the year on the stage show Shakespeare Aliens alongside friends of the show Rob Lloyd, Jen Spears. But you might also know him from comedy all around Australia, as well as the movie The Merger and the podcasts They Came to Play and Danny Boyd. This is a super fun episode. Hope you enjoy it. So without any further ado... Oh, here it is. Luck of the Irish. Have fun. Imagine a year where a movie proves once and for all that you can't be racist to white people. Oi, what? You don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What year is that, Zach? The year is 2001. One, 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 one. And welcome to Oldie But A Goodie, the podcast reviewing movies from 2001 in the order they came out in. My name is Sandro. As always, I'm joined by Zach. Oi, how's it going, laddies? Ah, oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself. I'm going to have to hold myself back throughout this whole <laughs> review because it was it's ingrained in my body now. I feel half Irish myself now. Well, yeah, this week you picked a Disney Channel original movie about basketballing and leprechauns and stuff, and we were like, we've got to get a guest in. Was it a basketball movie? I I don't know. No, no, it wasn't. (laughs) Sorry, I know you haven't introduced me, but I can't hold back. We still were like, we've got to get a guest on who knows something about sports. Every time we do a sports movie, we're like, we need a sports guest, and so we enlisted... Comedian and sports podcaster Danny McGinley to come in. Danny, was this a was this a sports movie? What's your final judgment? <laughs> this is a steaming pile of racist crap that had a basketball scene towards the end. And this is uh, Sandro. You know, we've only known each other a few months, and you said, "Hey, man, you want to come on my movies podcast?" I thought, "Yeah, great. Love to, love to talk movies. I always have to talk about sport, and I love movies." You go, you just have to watch this film. I go, oh, okay, all right, I guess I'll watch it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got through six beers going through watching this movie. Like, it's only an hour and 20 minutes, and although I do have Irish heritage, that was a lot for my liver. Full six-pack. I, I thought we were done with this racist, mm. unfunny kids movies when we decided to move into 2001 and not do the 80s anymore but oh no Mm, it got worse what who Ah. how can something be so culturally aware yet so culturally insensitive what what was culturally aware about it there zach well the whole thing was that it was supposed to be about ancestors and it had like you know all the flags and then it was like 
it, it <laughs> repeatedly referenced the fact that, oh, yeah, Native Americans were here beforehand. Yeah. You know? Mm. And yet somehow it's it's all about the land of the free. We're all about immigrants coming to America. And I'm like, wait. It's like having all those flags up was uh, was just Disney staring at him going, look at all the countries we used to be, be able to make fun of. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. That's a good way to describe this movie. It's Disney being like, all right, who have we got left? <laughs> and they made Luck of the Irish. Terrible film. I will say, though, I was never bored during it. I was boggled. I was boggled that they could make something like this. Mm. How did this come together? I was fascinated throughout. I wonder if they had, like, uh, just people in the in the cast and crew, because uh, a big thing uh, with with Irish Americans is they'll claim to be Irish, even though they've their family have lived in America for, like, ten generations, but they'll say, yeah, I'm 100% mm-hmm. Irish. I'm totally Irish. You ever been there? No. Uh, so my, I'm, I guess I, my, I should give my bona fides. I was conceived in Ireland. Wow. Uh, and then... Go. But born in Australia, I mm. uh, have been to to the motherland. But my dad, my mum's Irish. My dad's Scottish, but he's but his father was Irish. So we're he's got a Scottish accent, but we we you know we are we are properly Irish. Not enough that I can speak Gaelic, but enough that uh, I eat potatoes with every meal. How's that? Okay. So I like how we got you on here expecting you to be outraged about the fact that this was a bad basketball movie, but turns out we, we got you on here and you're outraged because this film was racist towards. Oh, I got, I've got, I've got, yeah. I've got, I've got some, a lot of flaws in the basketball as well. <laughs> First of all, the whole premise of the film is uh, uh, the kid, uh, whatever, <clears throat> what's what's his name? It's uh, uh, Kyle. Kyle, yeah. Kyle has a lucky coin. That, uh, you know, makes him hit all of his shots and whatever. All right, two things there. Why did no one notice that this young basketball kid has a 100% field goal rate? Like, that is just unheard of. Michael Jordan (laughs) wouldn't even come close to 100%. That would be national news if a kid could never miss a shot. Yeah. Uh, Second of all, the lucky coin he wears around his neck, that would be illegal in basketball. You can't wear uh, jewellery like that because it could, uh, other players could get their fingers caught in it and it could break uh, break their thumbs and stuff like that. You would not be allowed to wear that coin. So two premises to start this film are already wrong. (laughs) Okay. Wow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's lucky that <laughs> that everyone doesn't know that he has this 100% win rate, right? You know. Okay, this is this is good. Guess that's a way to write it off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second one being, I don't know, why did I I was like, why doesn't he tuck it underneath his shirt? He's going to lose that coin at some point. And as it turns out, he does lose it. So, you know what? Well deserved. Well, yeah, we'll get into all the dirty details about Luck of the Irish uh, very, very soon. But first, Zach, you of course picked this. Mm, I apologise. And you picked this out of many movies that came out this week in 2001. Let's see which one would have been better. Is there an all of the above option? Probably. Uh, Let's also see, Danny, if you've heard of any of these before. So, uh, 15 Minutes came out this week back in 2001. With Robert De Niro. Two guys who joined forces to take down some murderers who like to film their crimes. Uh, Yeah, Robert De Niro is in that one, yeah. Yes, I've seen that. uh, I remember that being quite a fun little film. All right. Yeah, so it would have been better, probably. Yep. (laughs) Yep. It is. It is. Yep. Company Man, a New York teacher... A New York teacher, a high school teacher in the 60s, becomes an international spy and becomes involved in the plot to overthrow Fidel Castro. Could have been a bit of fun. Oh, yeah. 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 Looks. Who's in that? Sigourney Weaver and, uh, well, Woody Allen, but, you know. Oof. Oh, okay. Nah, nah. Pass. (laughs) (laughs) Get Over It is based off of Midsummer's Night Dream, uh, about a guy tries to win back his girlfriend by joining the school play. It's just high school musical. Yes. Ah. No, so that that would have been in reaction to 10 Things I Hate About You being such a hit. There was a few high school movies based on Shakespearean plays that came out. Mm. And I think, I might be wrong, that had uh, Cisco in it. Cisco, the one-hit wonder uh, of Thong Song. Oh, yes, yes, yes. May have been in that. I might be mixing up my my high school Shakespeare films. And uh, your final option was Princess of Thieves. Kira Knightley is Robin Hood's daughter and she has to take over the role when he gets kidnapped. 
Is that a comedy or is that a serious? Is that? Uh, it's like a, a. It's another Disney movie. I oh, remember okay. watching it when I was quite young. It's fine. There's a lot of Disney films being pumped out. Uh, but so it's Disney Robin Hood. Is her father a fox? <laughs> Uh, from memory, you never see the father, so ah, it, it could, could be. be a fox. I want to believe that it is a fox, and she has to fight against the Sheriff of Nottingham, who is voiced by the guy from Green Acres. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I'm enjoying this chat, boys, because uh, normally, in, in my world of sports broadcasting, I am normally the nerdiest guy in the room by a country mile, because I, I deal with, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> AFL footballers and, and whatnot, uh, and I always thought... I was a really nerdy guy and then I was working with uh, Rob Lloyd and people like yourself on uh, Shakespeare Alien. I'm not I'm you guys are Champions League I am absolutely a base <laughs> level nerd I you know I thought just because I'd seen all nine Star Wars films I was up and about but oh oh man I think that makes you less of a nerd nowadays <laughs> being a Star Wars fan <laughs> yeah yeah oh no I, I didn't say I enjoyed them I said I watched them okay no well, no because no, no, you've got sure. to hate most of them to be a real nerd of course no, no, I hated Last Jedi, so don't worry, I'm normal. <laughs> oh, no. That's the one I like. Oh, anyway. no. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot you had the wrong opinion. So, this movie was released March 9th, just a week before St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> gotta, gotta get it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, the most appropriate movie release we've had this year. Yeah, because Valentine came out two weeks before Valentine's Day. Yeah. And that's the only themed film we've done this year so far, so... Yeah, yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. It's directed by Paul Hohen, who is still doing Disney movies to this day. Recently, he did two films in the Zombies series. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, they are dance musicals about a zombie football star and a human cheerleader who fall in love. What? Mm. Why is that a thing? <laughs> I, I, money, I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe we should make you watch those films. Disney do zombie. Hang on, but a zombie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. A zombie is a reanimated corpse driven by the need to consume brains to, in order to dull the pain of feeling itself rot. Yes. But that doesn't mean they can't find love. Yes, it does. They don't care about love. They just care about brains. Whoa, whoa. Are you saying that zombies don't have rights? Yes, yes I am. Yeah, maybe, oh I'm, maybe I'm quite right wing in this, but maybe I found my found my Andrew Bolt moment. <laughs> but this stand. is where I take a stand. <laughs> you found your hill. You're gonna die on it. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. not gonna die on it. I stay living. I am anti dead. <laughs> uh, when I say zombies, it more looks like some attractive 18 year old in like grey makeup. Like even if they do get together, him and this cheerleader, like. Surely, you know, they're making out. Urges are going to take over, not lustful ones, the ones to eat her brains. You can only hope. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, what do we got for the cast? Ryan Merriman is Kyle. He was in a bunch of other Disney Channel stuff. He's also in The Ring 2 and Final Destination 3, where I can only assume he dies. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely looked like a Kyle. Sure. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't you know? Like a Kyle, like a guy who pounds down a monster energy drink before trying to uh, hit up girls much younger than him. That does sound like a Kyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. It's a Kyle, you know? He was perfectly cast as a Kyle. He's got um, frosted tips almost. He almost has them. He almost has them at one point. Yeah, it's a good It's a good name for the character. Kyle's a good dude bro's name. Yeah. yeah you can yeah. imagine him... Skating, wearing a, a long sleeve white t-shirt with a band t-shirt over the top. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I just need to say that on behalf of our network, mm -hmm. uh, we I'm sorry to Kyle's, I guess. No, no, we're not. He is. <laughs> the grandpa, Riley O'Reilly, is played by Henry Gibson. Yes, now I recognised him. Yes. I, p I picked him very early. That's the Illinois Nazi from Blues Brothers. It is. It is indeed. Uh, he's also in Gremlins 2, Inner Space, The Burbs, and he is Wilbur in Charlotte's Web. What? Wow. He's the voice of Wilbur. As in the, the 1970s one? Yeah, yeah. Really? I watched that pretty recently with, with my kids. Wilbur's, uh, the, I don't know how, how derogatory we can be in language. Wilbur is such a whiny little brat in that film. 
Yeah. He's just yeah. watching as a parent. Oh, I don't want to die. Oh, Charlotte, help me. Mate, Charlotte's got her own problems. Just let her <laughs> give birth to her kids rather than save your fat ass. Jeez. <laughs> The mum's from Groundhog Day. She's in Groundhog Day for a bit. I had her from, um, she's the woman from Seinfeld that Newman dumped and Jerry couldn't, and, Je- and then Jerry's dating her and he couldn't deal with the fact that Newman dumped her. Oh, there you go. My Seinfeld knowledge is clearly not up to scratch. Oh, it's all right. I'm older than you guys. I grew up on it. It's, uh, it's only one episode. It's not even a great one, but, uh, yeah. No, I thought she, I thought her accent was probably the best considering she had the worst dialogue. Yeah. 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 I was about to say she yeah. had the worst, <laughs> she, she had the, um, the unfortunate uh, goal of jumping us into the Irish accents. Yeah. Yeah. She, at one point she says, uh, I think she says, oh, you, you'll have a bit of the Blarney. Now, I assume that's reference to the Blarney Stone, which is a stone at Blarney Castle. If you kiss it, you get the gift of the gab. Uh, But I've never heard it used as an adjective. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know, you don't say you've got the Blarney. That's no. (laughs) That sounds. You've got the gift of the gab from kissing the Blarney Stone at best. Yeah. But that's strictly for tourists. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds like it's uh, something you need to tell your doctor about, not us, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder then, because there's a lot of like. Irish, for want of a better term, the buzzwords in the movie. But, like, Google wasn't real. Like, it's 2001, so the writer didn't Google things Irish people say and put them in the movie. Mm. Oh, I think he went into mm. one of those uh, mass-produced mainstream Irish pubs that you see in airports oh, and yeah. just wrote down random words that he found on beer coasters. <laughs> yeah, no, it. they had, like, a kid's meal and it came with a box with facts on it and he just took that home <laughs> and used that. Uh, the guy that plays Seamus, the bad guy, he's in Xena, Warrior Princess. Mm. Uh, it's not what I picked him for. I was very proud of myself for picking this guy. He's he's in uh, Starship Troopers. Blink and you miss it. It's uh, You know those ads at the start of Starship Troopers? Yeah, Would you yeah, like yeah. to know more? Mm-hmm. He's in one scene uh, where he goes, are you psychic? Maybe you are. And uh, and that's what Neil Patrick Harris sort of uh, you know goes into, but it's like just one scene. But from that, I picked him. So this wow. is well done. Yeah, I was very impressed with my brain for that one. Yeah, I remember that. I did not think of him immediately in that, but yes, I think you're right. Wow, I looked it up. It's true. It's true. That that is. One hell of a pick. Good work. Thank you. What a great film, Starship Troopers. Why can't we review that? That's a brilliant film. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, it doesn't have any any sports, unless violence <laughs> is a sport. There is which sports. Could, yes, there is. At the very start, uh, in the first scene, Johnny Rico plays against, uh, in this futuristic indoor gridiron game, Johnny Rico plays for the Tigers. They play against the local high school who are the Giants. And, uh, and 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 the Tigers win, which is a precursor to the 2019 AFL Grand Final. Mm. Oh. But it's not a real sport, so it doesn't count. <laughs> you can, are you saying American football is not a real sport? Because you're exactly right. It's terrible. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying we can't do good movies on the show, so I have to find some excuse not to do the good ones. Speaking of sports, final cast member to mention is real-life basketball star Thurl Bailey is Russell's dad. He filmed all his stuff in one day, probably, and he's there. Yeah, I made a note of him. He, uh, I didn't realise he was Russell's dad until the very end when he said, that's my boy, as he got the winning shot. Because <laughs> for ages they just kept cutting to a random... African-American guy in the auditorium. And I was like, is he just going to high school basketball matches? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're supposed to make a link, which isn't great. What, because there's the only two black characters? Come on. Yeah, it's Disney. (laughs) Very much so. Have you seen the rest of this film? It's not exactly (laughs) culturally sensitive. Uh, Touche. Good point. (laughs) (laughs) There's no audience score for this movie on Rotten Tomatoes because there's only two reviews, but they're both positive, so it would be 100%. (laughs) I hate that. Yeah. The audience score is 53%, though, so the audiences are more split. 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, but again, no one remembers this movie. Why are we doing it? No <laughs> one's nostalgic for this. What are we doing? We're torturing a guest, I think. <laughs> I think that's the only reason we did this. This is your beginner's call. All creatives to the Playhouse. I repeat, welcome to the Playhouse. 
there, I'm Brooke Edwards. And I'm Chelsea August. And we are your hosts for The Playhouse, our new arts and entertainment podcast that opens the costume box and unravels all of the goodies in the industry. From the makers who brought you Theatre House, your digital platform for all reviews, news and information, comes our next venture, which brings you right behind the scenes and connects you with creatives worldwide. We are bringing the arts sector together to chat about the industry with all the issues that are important to you and all the tips and tricks from professionals to take you to the next level. We hope you come along for the ride, step into the house and enjoy this great new show by Theatre House and That's Not Canon Productions. Don't forget to head on over to theatrehouse.com and give us a follow on Instagram at either PlayhousePod or Theatre House. That's House, H-A-U-S. We'll see you at the Playhouse. And see we don't know how much it costs. We don't have taglines. So I guess that means we just jump right into the plot. It opens with a bunch of shots of like random eyeballs. Yeah. It was it was a pull out from the iris, like the opening shot of the TV show Lost. And starts with a nightmare sequence. Yes. Doesn't it? Like uh, where he, he's come up here to perform at Multicultural Day and he, he can't get her attention because he's transformed into like a a minuscule smurf type creature mm, and, mm. and and doesn't he like wake up with a scream and go what if i have no heritage go on hang on hang on dude you were <laughs> you were five centimeters tall let's focus on your physical yeah. issues first well maybe to him it's all natural you know and he doesn't really think about it at the time maybe that's something you should look into his psyche because he might be related to something that's naturally small. I don't know. What? Is this penis reference? Is this what you're doing? I think no, that's what no, no, I'm just, I'm, no, I was just saying that he's like, <laughs> the spoiler, a leprechaun. Oh, so well, it'd yeah. be natural for him to be small. It's just he's worried about his heritage, you know? Ah, it's good for you to try and find a reason outside of a terrible script. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am 100% on this movie script side. There's nothing wrong with it. And I will de- play devil's advocate. I mean, defend it till the end. Mm. All right. <laughs> Something's up. I can find any excuse for anything you can throw at me. Trust me. What's your excuse for this? Because he goes to ask his parents about his heritage. Luck of the Irish. And- oh, yeah. Okay. No, that explains it. <laughs> This is like, so if you could just explain everything on luck, I mean, this is sort of an issue I had with the Harry Potter movies. You could just sort of do everything cosmagic. Pretty much. Mm, yeah, yeah. His parents are the most suspicious yes. parents I think I've ever seen in a movie. They're terribly suspicious. Like, they can't even cover up. Look, just if they're proper Irish, then, uh, you know, at, at first I thought they're IRA gun runners. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. They're really bad ones because he says, hey, what's our heritage? And they're like, mm, oh, would you like some breakfast? Like, do you know what's more suspicious? Suspicious than saying than than not giving an answer. Nothing. Seriously, just come like it, rule one hundred and one of witness protection. Give yourself a backstory. Yeah, yeah. Come up with something to tell him. Oh, the dad keeps saying he's from Cleveland, but the thing is, he is from Cleveland, and even the way that he's saying the truth is suspicious. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. He doesn't like immediately go. Oh, we're from Cleveland. No, he goes. <gasps> Oh my god, he asked about the heritage. Oh my god, what do I do? What do I say? No, just tell him you're from Cleveland because you're from Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. So, no, just don't go into their mother's heritage, obviously. Yeah. They are the, the dumbest parents ever. You know what it felt like? It felt like the pilot to a sitcom mm. where everyone knows the premise of your show. But you can't reveal it because you need something, like a twist for the pilot episode. (laughs) And that's what this felt like. Just a really bad twist that everyone knew was coming. He's also the MVP at school. The way that they film him being the MVP, it's got to be some of the worst filmed basketball I've ever seen. Mm. It's all just close-ups on, like feet that obviously aren't the actors yeah there's a there's a, f- a famous basketball film called white men can't jump uh mm. which with woody harrelson and wesley snipes and uh, famously uh, the biggest struggle they had is wesley snipes can't play basketball 
So if you look at like Woody's hitting some, you know, they do some wide shots so Woody can sit, hit some free throws. But whenever it's Wesley, it's a lot of uh, mid shots with him looking like he's doing some fancy dribbling, uh, and then uh, you know a back of the head as a as a, a couple of you know a, a body double will do the slam dunk for Wesley. Yeah, I liked whenever we saw the hoop, it was like a down low angled shot every time. Uh, it was just the same shot over and over again. It was good. I'll tell you this though. I worked on a. I was. I'm in a Aussie rules movie called The Merger, which yes. is about um, a small country footy team uh, that has to merge because it doesn't have enough money or players, so they top it up with asylum seekers. And it's a, a feel good uh, uh, extravaganza. I played the captain of the arch rivals, uh, and what we did in the in the footy scenes is uh, one of the extras was an actual. AFL recruit. He was this seventeen-year-old. He's uh, he was. I think he's playing at the Giants now. And uh, what we would do is, whenever we needed to actually make, uh, you know, kick a goal and and show that, we would have to bring him in to actually be the stunt kicker. Okay. So that I think that's pretty common in sports movies. You just have the the designated person who can actually play the sport well mm. to to do what was supposed to happen. Yeah. Why don't they just cast them as the lead then? Mm. Oh, wait, Space Jam. Never mind, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, The Merger, great movie. If you're in Australia, it's on Netflix. Give it a watch. Give it a watch. It is. Uh, at school, what is Kyle's relationship to Bonnie? Does he like her? Because she asks him about his heritage and he gets flustered and then goes and does research. Yes, on on very um, on very time capsule specific Apple Macintosh computers. Yes, they're very two thousand one. Mm, I had one of those. Oh dear! <laughs> but I had. I mean, my parents had one of those. It's also pre Google days as well. So, like the search engine he's using is the most dated search engine. But yeah, what is what do you think his relationship is to Bonnie, Danny? Because I I was kind of confused. Yeah, the whole school was very, very artificial. I mean, this is the only high school that doesn't have a uniform, but none of the kids wear brand name clothing, I noticed. (laughs) It was all very uh, high five, just generic, plain colours, maybe a bit of flanny. Uh, and also, like, do you guys do you guys watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Uh, yeah, yeah, back in the day. Okay, yeah. there there was an episode this reminded me of where one of the kids who became oh no kid one of the there's that eve those villains in season six called the the trio and it's just three nerds. I don't think I ever got up to season six actually. No, neither. Sorry, you've lost us on season six. There's an episode where a nerdy kid sort of puts a spell on the entire school to just worship him. To make him the cool oh, man yeah. on campus, yeah, and everyone do, like, and he does everything like you know he's captain of the football team. He was also in the Matrix, and he's you know school president, and it's and you know then they work out that he's put a spell on him and everything. That's what this school felt like to Kyle. Like everyone's just worshiping him as soon as he gets like the whole point of the school is. Like, I can understand popular kids, you know, you'd get that, but teenagers are very self-absorbed. They're not, they don't care about other kids that much. And also, even when when he started losing, uh, it was quite amazing how much everyone booed a high school student (laughs) for having an off game. Like, I've seen some rabid sports fans at footy matches, but usually if someone's really good, you give them a bit of grace Mm. period to to stuff up a bit. Yeah, yeah. Especially seeing as he's the sole reason they're going to like they qualified at all yeah for the finals yeah and he has a, a hundred as we know on a hundred percent shot rate yes that, that, that <laughs> clearly they didn't know about because you know otherwise you know national news but as soon as he starts sucking all these parents are like fuck you child yeah. you stupid <laughs> yeah. piece of yeah. shit That's pretty much what happened what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> boo and I was like oh my god <laughs> That would be traumatizing. Yes. And then he gets to school and everyone's just like yelling abuse at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, holy crap, did they turn? Even the mascot just gives him a shake of the head. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the eagle. Sick. That's right. The eagle like punches him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So to answer your question, uh, clearly Bonnie, is that her name? The the, mm. the female. Yeah. Bonnie Lopez. <laughs> I guess she's the school, you know, nerd, the Hermione Granger type. 
because everyone talks about, oh, of course you're in charge of this, and you know, and she, and she just wants to play basketball. <laughs> Apparently, she just wants to play basketball. Great. Yeah, her arc didn't have much screen time, unfortunately. No, no, no. And she she had some terrible dialogue, but I thought I thought she was a, she was an okay actor. Same with uh, mm. same with his his. No, no one was an absolutely awful actor in this. No, uh, it was just a bad script, and uh, and whoever was the accent coach needs to be run out of Hollywood forever. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess their relationship is, you know, he's the jock, she's the nerd. Forbidden love. I guess if they were ever going to make a sequel, it would be about that. Maybe. Mm, That would make a great movie, I feel, you know. Um, A guy that plays basketball, but then he doesn't want to play basketball or something, you know, and he just wants to join up with the nerd, yeah. And they're both in clubs and stuff, but they hate each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, finally, God, they've never made a film like that. (laughs) Gotta get your head in the ring. Oh, that, that, that'd make a good song, actually. We are all here together. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. some other high school musical songs? Um, you must stick to how things are. Whoa. Okay, that one's... I don't remember that one. But just to give uh, the audience an idea as to how bad the dialogue is, I wrote down a quote where Bonnie goes up to Kyle and is like, what's your heritage? I'm doing a project. I need to know. And he's like... History, that is so 10 minutes ago. Now, sports, that is happening right now. That's what we kids care about. (laughs) I thought you said that was going to be a bad line. (laughs) That's incredible. If you look at the uh, quotes on IMDb, uh, my my favourite was uh, not so much for the line, but how it is written. Mm -hmm. Uh, Russell says, dancing's not a sport. And then Riley O'Reilly says, and it says in brackets... In generic, stereotypical Irish accent, uh, it is in Ireland. Russell um, was barely there as well. That's, an, that's a, another character who really could have used anything else. He had one line that I I went, whoa, that's a line in this movie. Oh, my God. Oh, hang on. I bet you I know which one it is because Russell had the one joke that I really loved. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. Well, it's one of the two jokes that made me laugh. Yeah, is it when when uh, the granddad is talking about the hardship that the Irish had? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. It is. Great joke. Yes. We've got credit where credit's due. Yes. Uh, for those who who are never going to watch it, this is the one good joke. The granddad who's a leprechaun's talking about ah, oh, us Irish. We came here and we had to work all the jobs that nobody else wanted, and it was terrible. And we got paid a pittance. And the black kid goes, "Or oh, at least you were paid." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa! Where did that come from, movie? Whoa! And he delivered it so deadpan. It was just offhand. Yeah. It's almost like the director, like, it's almost like the actor improed it and the director went, well, that sounds like dialogue. <laughs> you know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. It, it probably was. Uh, there's like an Irish festival in town for St. Patrick's Day, I guess. Yeah. And so the main character, Kyle, he goes to it. There's this creepy guy in the crowd who keeps saying top of the morning. (laughs) I can also tell you without uh, any fear of being uh, uh, corrected, I have never heard anyone in my family or in my time in Ireland say top of the morning to you. (laughs) Top of the morning to you, laddie. (laughs) I like how he even cringed after saying it every time. He was like, fuck, (laughs) I hate this job. They walk up to who they don't know yet, but it is the grandfather. He's there, and he does this, like, coin flip, except all the coins are CGI. (laughs) And, of course, because it's 2001 and everyone's obsessed with Michael Flatley, uh, there's a river dance sequence Mm. where Kyle just joins in. Whoa! What? To be fair, it's not that hard. Seamus, he's doing a show in the fair thing and he steals the magic coin. And then the next morning, Danny, Kyle wakes up and something's a bit different around the house. Yeah, so this is uh, the sequence, I believe, called the w- the most unlucky day of his life. Yes. Mm. And uh, yeah, suddenly Kyle doesn't have his magic powers and he's, sh- and he's shrinking. He's becoming a leprechaun, like a proper cartoon style leprechaun. And, you know, things get spilled on him and uh, he misses basketball shots. And uh, <laughs> and his mother's turning super Irish. 
That's right. Okay, let's uh, let's pull up the pony there, little chickens. Uh, okay, so <laughs> yeah. she starts speaking with a proper Irish accent, calls him Boyo, uh, and that, that happens a lot in the film. Now, I'm just going to point out, Boyo is what Welsh people say, not Irish. Ah. Oof. And she cooks him an Irish breakfast. Which looks pretty good. Oh, man, it's absolutely fantastic what she, what she cooked yeah. for him. But, however, there was a mistake in there. So, mm. you know, there was bacon, eggs, uh, bangers, uh, and she said black and white pudding. Black and white? Yeah, I, I was also confused. Why is it black and white pudding? Well, there are two separate things. There is black pudding and there is white pudding. However, right. oh, she's, okay. only got, only- she's only got black pudding in there. Black pudding has little white chunks uh, through it, but white right. pudding is made from a totally different uh, way of, of doing blood sausage. Ah. So that that as a as a as an amateur chef, I was very insulted by that as well. Yeah, yeah, yes. I I have also dabbled in the chefing, and that was one of the things I was going to bring up. What is black and white pudding? Because I've had black pudding. I've even made black pudding. Before. Well, it's because the movie is trying to be like culturally sensitive, right? <laughs> So it's it's gonna have both. Uh-huh. It's gonna be diverse. It's a it's a Disney movie. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, Disney films are known for their cultural sensitivity. <laughs> and she also makes him like pigs trotters for lunch. Now that's uh, yeah. That's I've never had that <laughs> in, in all yeah, my yeah. time eating eating mum and dad's cooking. We never had pigs trotters. Uh, you know, I mean, you have you have a. She could have just made him stew because la- traditional mm. Irish stew is made with lamb's neck. So they could have just said lamb neck stew and it would have been accurate and still sound gross to American kids. So he has the worst day of his life. It's just a montage of everything going wrong. And um, and then the next day he realises, yeah, I am actually getting shorter. He goes to science class. By the way, the science teacher looked like Hillary Clinton and I couldn't get past it once I realized. <laughs> oh, okay, that's... A different hairstyle, that... but still. Um, and he's playing with this giantly, comically oversized magnet. And he realizes, oh no, my lucky coin is the wrong coin. Because the magnet can grab it or something. Yeah, it means it's made of cobalt or something. Yeah. Mm. And he goes home and he tells his parents, oh, I miss... I've lost the coin... And they're like, well, we've got to tell you something. <laughs> Actually, no, they don't tell him because he lost the coin. They tell him because the mum's now the size of, like, the cast of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's, about, <laughs> she's about 30 centimetres tall. Yeah, and she's just gone full, uh, full leprechaun. And they tell him the truth. He is part leprechaun. The dad is from Cleveland, though. <laughs> that was the bit that I was like, wait, wait, he is from Cleveland? Then why didn't they just tell him that? Yeah. Because that's not a heritage. That's just a previous address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 it exactly goes into the point. They literally say earlier in the movie, oh, but you could have come from somewhere else before Cleveland, right? Yeah. Because that's what they tell him. They tell him Cleveland. So the movie literally points out the problem (laughs) with them not telling him his heritage. Because they just could have gone further into the dad's heritage. They could have been like, oh, yeah, your dad came over like great, great, great grandfather came over as a as a like a settler or something boom there's some fucking heritage and what's it, his real name is smith isn't it like when he looks in when he finds out his dad's changed his name yes do we get an explanation as to why they changed his name they changed his name to hide from her from the mum's family cuz the dad is against mixed marriages apparently <laughs> I get, oh, that's right. Lep- all leprechauns are evil. I forgot. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, yeah. I think this is more a metaphor, not for leprechaun, but for gypsies. And look, gypsies do steal a lot and they, they have a different sort of culture and they are a bit violent and, and regarded as evil. And I say this because my family are gypsies. So, ah. uh, which we only discovered uh, when my, my dad's brother did some family uh, research. And yeah, we were even as early as like uh Three or four generations ago. Wow, okay. We were gypsies, wow. so... And the best bare-knuckle boxer in Northern Ireland, his last name is McGinley, like mine. Hey. So, ah, there so you go. I'm just saying, when I'm around, sit on your wallets, boys. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, all right, got to go talk to the grandfather, try and get the coin back. He, he's the owner of a potato chip company, and Kyle's going to sneak in with the school excursion that just so happens to be going to a potato chip company. 
It was worse than that. It was worse than that, Sandro. It was the High Achievers Club that, oh, uh, that's right. that Bonnie was at. So they're the High Achievers. This is the nerdiest of the nerdy. Where are you going? To a potato chip manufacturing plant. Look, I guess nothing else happens in this town. Well, clearly it is. And say what you want about Riley O'Reilly and his evil gypsy leprechaun ways. He is creating a lot of jobs for the local area because yeah, I counted eight security guards protecting <laughs> yeah. a food manufacturing plant. Yeah. And mm. this is pre 9 11. Man, he must have had a small army by November that year. Yeah, I think he was definitely a crime boss as well. Uh, yeah. Like, on the side. We don't see it in this movie, but he's definitely pulling some shady stuff. Now I'm just imagining the Sopranos, but they've all got bad Irish accents. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's what I'm after. The, the shipping industry, it's all a front. It's all yeah. a big front. Oh, we should also point out there's a there's a tour guide uh, in that scene uh, running the tour guide for the high achievers who has the worst Irish accent of the whole film. Like, congratulations to that woman in a in a in a film full of terrible accents that sounded like a French Norwegian. Uh, so well done there. So Kyle sneaks in. He tells her everything, and then they've got to run from the guards because they spot him telling her everything on the security camera and are like, "That is suspicious." Mm. So. So there's a chase sequence and then and then he falls down a chute into a bunch of potato chips that Riley O'Reilly just happens to be standing next to and he says the line oh you better not bake this one lads I think that's my grandson so mm. fa- fair mm. fair call Shakespeare <laughs> good work grandfather <laughs> yeah, yeah don't bake a child alive yeah, yeah that's a good that's a good positive spin so the grandfather explains that the charm actually contains the luck of the whole clan, the whole family, and now they're all going to turn into t- to leprechauns, I guess. They're all going to go full leprechaun. Okay, so not only do they entrust the coin which has the luck of the entire family yes. to a child, but they don't tell him that. Mm. So... Even if they told him, right, they're still leaving the luck of the entire family in the hands of a child. Two, they just, they don't tell him. So he could have just been like, oh, I'm going to pawn this off for 50 bucks. Yeah. You know, this is real gold. Oh, shit. But also, yeah, when you give it to him as a as a toddler, he could have just chucked it into a, you know, a candy machine yeah. or something. Yeah. Who, why is, I mean, and also, what is this luck that they have? It's not the, this, an issue I had with one of the grandfather's speeches about how the luck uh, works is, why isn't the luck, you know, really people accepting of the leprechauns rather than the luck is them turning into humans. You know, just on a bit of history, Ireland hasn't really been that lucky. Mm. So for that, you know, we've, we had potato famines. We had over a hundred years of civil war. We've got, uh, you know, we've got the colonization of the, of the occupied territories. You know, this, mm. this luck is, is not really top shelf stuff. How do they realise that Seamus has it? Is it because Riley O'Reilly's like, it's definitely him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he says, oh, we we went to that Seamus fair or whatever the fuck it's called. I can't remember. I don't remember anything for this stupid fucking movie. Um, no, they they say, oh, we were at the fair. And then the, uh, the grandfather's like, oh, you were at the fair? No wonder you fucking got, got your coin nicked. That shady bastard probably took it. It's full of gypsies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so they're like, all right, we got to go track him down. And they all hop in the car. Somehow Russell shows up. He's just on the street and is like, I'll join. Yeah. That was a massive coincidence. Uh, is it unlucky or lucky? That's the real question. The coincidence of the Irish should be the film. <laughs> My favorite movie. They find Seamus in a van. There's a car chase that was okay. They lose him eventually because the car's wheel pops and he never carries a spare because he's always had the luck oh my god bonnie's like how could this day get any worse and it starts to rain ah nuts (laughs) and then she makes a speech and everyone's happy again and then the rain just stops where is this movie set i i started wondering around this time because they moved away from cleveland i was trying to look at number plates to try and guess what state it was in 
all I've got is filmed in Utah, so no wonder they, they're embarrassed to be Irish because they're not Mormons. <laughs> oh, yeah, and because the rain has stopped, there's a rainbow, mm. and Gramps is like, we've got to get to the end of the rainbow. And what's at the end of the rainbow? Oh, my God, it's the bad guy's car. <laughs> Incredible. It was the ba- so the bad guys have done a getaway at this point, and then this is actually something very Irish. They stop at the first pub. Yes, they do. Although I did notice it f- it's classic Disney. As, as the mum turned Irish, and as and even at the Irish festival, look, I'll, I'll fully admit one cliche about the Irish is true. We do like a drink. At mm, no mm. point is she slamming down a whiskey or or having some pints of Guinness or anything like that. That if you wanted some realism, there should have been some absolute rife alcoholism. Yeah, yeah. I was I was I was going to say the 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 one most realistic part about this movie is they stopped at the pub for a drink after winning. But they're all drinking Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's a Coke and bourbon, but they, you know. That's not what we drink, pal. That's not what we drink. It's probably, <laughs> it's probably Guinness with Coke in it. And they were singing a proper Irish song in the pub. It's not a pub, it's a diner, uh, ultimately. But uh, yeah. they were, the song they were singing was one that I knew and... Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't one about uh, you know. It wasn't. Wasn't one of the uh, the rebel songs that uh, we, you know, my parents grew up singing to me when they were drunk. It was just a generic uh, love song. They find the pot of gold in the van, <laughs> and Riley O'Reilly's like, "I'm gonna steal it." And Kyle's like, "We didn't come all this way to do crime. Yeah, what are you doing?" And then, in the most confusing turn of events, Seamus has wizard powers. And makes the coins come to life and take Grandpa and transport him outside of the van. Yeah, yeah, two feet outside of the van. Yep. And now he has Grandpa. But Kyle remembered something from earlier. He remembered a bit of exposition when someone said Seamus loves to bet. Because he's a red man. Yep. So he challenges him to a sports bet. Oh, no, not sports bet. (laughs) Anything but sports bet. Yes, he puts his freedom and his grandfather's freedom on the line and challenges him to some sports. And Seamus is like, all right, I'm transporting you to a weird flashback sequence. It looked like it was filmed at like a renaissance festival. Mm. Yeah, it was very uh, Bill and Ted's bogus journey when they challenged death to... Challenges, except it's reversed. Uh, he's playing sports that he he doesn't recognise. These are like there was hurling, uh, which, by the way, if if any of you, even if you're not a sports fan, try and have a look at hurling on YouTube or if it's ever on on one of the sports channels. It is the most brutal sport you have ever seen in your life. It is like imagine rugby and cricket together. So you run at each other, <laughs> but you hit a ball as hard as a rock at each other as well. And there's tackling. It is. So scary, but it's awesome to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome to watch, not to be in it. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so it ends with a tie, and Kyle's like, "Well, it's a tie, therefore I'm challenging you again. This time to basketball." And and we should point out that the bad guys still got the lucky coin here, so it's a bit. This is very. It's very Space Jam. I mean, they've got. Uh, all of the the bad guys have got all the powers, and then the um, the, the the kids realize the the luck was in them all along, and uh, and, and, and Kyle, something they just absolutely tack on at the end is Kyle learns the meaning of teamwork and starts passing it to his mates, <laughs> who are actually allowed to get a shot in. I mean, fair enough. If you've got a hundred percent field goal percentage, you you wouldn't bother. Uh, you know, passing it off yeah, when they yeah. could miss. So, but you know, he learns a lesson there. And uh, and what I love is uh, the villain just gets more and more uh, devil-like. They keep adding sort of makeup to him to make him look as as horrific as Disney will allow. Yeah, it turned into almost Teen Wolf. The sort of makeup. Yeah, Kyle and his team win by two points, and then Seamus shrinks. I like that little end thing where they all, uh, like, Kyle's doing a dance on stage. Oh, and then, I hated this so much. And then they, they oh. all get together and sing about how America is great. Yeah, oh, yes. it ends with... People the, get up oh. and sing along and... Oh, fuck, God. man. That, that, I was down to my last beer. I almost threw it at the <laughs> screen going, man, you've talked about Irish culture and insults at the very end. Oh, thank fuck we live in America. 
That was oh. that was pretty terrible. I love I love American films how they have to have to just just rub it in how great they are at the end, you know? <laughs> just shove it up your nostrils, you know? Yeah. Yeah, what was the song? Like our land is your land or something. Uh, this just... uh yeah, this land is your land, this land is my land. Yeah. Which all I could think about is like the Native American <laughs> yeah. things they spoke of earlier. It's like <laughs> Oh, they come in, they, a bunch of white people come in here and they're going, ah, land is your land. Very generous it's of so you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then it ends with a freeze frame just to make it even worse, and that's the film. Of course. Just... Well, everyone loves a good freeze frame, right, Sandra? Uh... <sighs> and that is Luck of the Irish. I've got, I've, I've just realised I didn't say one note. Did you guys notice um, how long it took Kyle to turn off his alarm clock? No, I did not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was so irritating. I was like, I feel nauseous. Please. Yeah. Just stop. Because it's not like a slow little mobile phone alarm of... Mm. It's the proper old school... And it would go for 30 seconds and then he'd turn it on and go... (laughs) Did you have one of those as a kid? I had the the digital... Ah, right. Yeah, yeah. I I had one of those actual clocks as a kid. So I've had that wake up call. So that makes me physically ill to listen to it for that long because that's the sound that wakes you up. Anyway, that is luckily Irish. Danny, what we do is we rate the movie. Is it an oldie or is it a goodie? We could give it an award if you think it's notable enough to earn something else. Um, but what do you think? It is neither an oldie. It's, you know, it's only 20 years old. That doesn't count as an oldie in my books. That's true. And it's definitely mm. not a goodie. It is uh, nothing. I give it the Zen Award for being nothing. Ooh. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just, just rate it a racist award. <laughs> <laughs> when you watched it on Disney+, Plus, it didn't have that, like, warning up top. Yeah. Of, like, mm. this was made in a different time, context and stuff. I, f- I, I feel like it should have that. It wasn't made that long ago. That's the problem. Ah, they so don't they want to admit. just say, oh, it was a different time, because people would go, it wasn't that long ago. It was in all of our lifetimes, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I reckon I'll just slap it with Noldy and... And move on. Mm. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, what are you going to listen to now? You could browse endless podcast lists and take a shot. You could ask your mates and wait for no one to reply. Or you could listen to us, your friendly castologists, the professional pickers of all things podcast. Zane, Nick and Liz listen to all the things so you don't have to and find the best podcast that should be on your radar. Every Monday we're coming at you with three hand-picked podcast recommendations. Then we review each other's selections so you know what's really good. Will we always agree with each other's picks? Yeah, probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know how that's how reviews work. You got this. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Now uh, there aren't any sequels to this film because it isn't very well remembered. But there is a remake. What? What? Disney Channel India remade this in 2012. Brilliant. Okay, this I want to see. Instead of Irish culture, it's Arabic culture. There's genies and stuff in it. Oh, okay, I would have absolutely loved to see Indians being racist against Irish. That I will absolutely wear. That is fun. But what is it called? Wait, what's the movie called? Because it's clearly not going to be called Luck of the Irish, then. Uh, it's called Luck Lucky Bart. Ah. I'm not sure what that translates to. So what is it? Are, are the family genies? I'm trying to think. What's an Arabic leprechaun yeah. equivalent? Yeah, um, yeah. The family's half genie. Or the kid would be half genie, right? That makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't really say on the Wikipedia. It just says, yeah, a 16-year-old kid whose class hero has a special gold coin uh, he goes to an Arabian Nights fair nice. uh, and, and meets mystical and sinister characters. It also mentions the genies show up near the end. 
Why is there still a coin? Because the whole thing with the coin is it's like the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow leprechaun like bullshit, you know? Could be like the treasure of the 40 thieves. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is it on Disney Plus? I, I, I can't tell. But because there aren't any sequels, we, of course, got to make up one of our own. And it's not going to just be a sequel. It's 2001. No one just makes sequels anymore. They've got to be crossovers. So here we go. Random number generator. Going to generate a number between 1 and 165. We've done a lot of this show. Mm. And the number it hits, we're going to do a crossover between the movie we covered on that episode and Luck of the Irish. Number 66. 66? Okay. Number 66. (laughs) This is perfect. Number 66 is the Robin Williams propaganda movie. Moscow on the Hudson. Oh, no, not Moscow on the Hudson. This is the movie where a Russian man uh, comes to America and, and yeah, he learns how much better America is than Russia. Does Robin Williams play a Russian? He does play a Russian, yes. He's quite good at it, of course. Um, he was good, but that movie had... It, it was just propaganda. It was just... It was just... Russia bad, America good. Let's sing about America and how great it is at the very end. It was just like this. It was a propaganda movie, which is very funny that we got that one. Zach, I've got a a link here. So the dad's original surname was Johnson in Luck of the Irish, yeah? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, Robin Williams' character, I'm just on IMDb, is Vladimir Ivanov. Ivanov is a literal translation of Johnson. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Oh, my God, their family's connected. There we go. So that's why he's not from Cleveland. He's from Russia. Oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, so it's their ancestor. Yeah, so they bring it. So we've done the mother's side. Now we're doing the father's side. Yeah, Mm. and it's a prequel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. I like it. I like it. So Robin Williams is like the grandfather or something then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 80. The timeline doesn't really work, but who cares? Actually, no. The dad was quite a bit older than the mum. We could make it the same character. He came over in 84. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, yeah. And the kid's like 16 in 2001. So he would have been born in... 85. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the movie um, accents just fly all over the place, so it doesn't matter if the, oh, the yeah. dad never spoke a word of Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Sure, the dad was Robert Williams. And he falls in love with a leprechaun. Yeah. This is... It's actually just a rom-com. They're two fishes out of water. Does Russia try to... To get them back? Is that the plot? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the K- the KGB tries to take them out, but then loads of leprechauns exist and are like, we have to get this, and then they try and steal the gold, and it's a whole thing. And the twist, the shitty twist at the end could be that uh, he, wants, uh, he wants to be a red, and the Russians think that means the Communist Party, <laughs> but he actually means a redhead leprechaun <laughs> join the clan. <laughs> They're, like, tapping his phone. And they're like, oh my god. Yeah. From Russia with Leprechaun. No, I'm trying to. Uh... <laughs> Sounds like an FDI. Could the tag to could the tagline be? So maybe they've got a when they get married, the tagline could be, it's a sham rock of a marriage. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Alright, next segment. It is time. Rotten Reviews. This is the part of the show where I go to the best place to get your reviews, Rotten Tomatoes, to the best people to get your reviews from. Clearly not the critics, because as we all know, critics don't know what they're talking about. They gave this movie 100%. Don't trust them. Yes, so they might, in fact, not know what they're talking about this (laughs) time. Instead, we're going to the much more reliable crowd intelligence and grabbing... So, some interesting reviews from from the audience. Uh, I'm going to tell you the review that they gave it, and you guys have to guess between 0.5 to 5. Obviously, because we have a guest on, it's going to be a little competition. Yes. Starts off with Ben. It gets old and seemingly worse every time. Every time? Ben, why do you keep watching this movie? Yes. <laughs> The fact that Ben keeps re-watching it, I'm not going to go too low. I think I'll go two out of five. Okay, two out of five. So there's right. something that keeps him returning. Yeah, I was, I was going to go two, so I'll go two and a half. Two and a half? It's two and a half! Oh. That's a point for you, good sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What an honour. Marina says, 
This dude is kind of cute. Lol. That reeks of bot. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be four stars. With the exclamation marks, that sometimes means it's five out of five. So, sure, five out of five. Ah, well, you guys were close, but it was actually one out of five. What? Uh, we have Murdeth, who says, Why is Tim Olsen in this? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Hang on. So is she a fan of, like, his one one line in Starship Troopers and just can't believe he stooped to this low? Yeah, 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 clearly. Wow. Uh, I don't know, two. One. Ah, uh, it's actually three out of five. Three uh. out of five. We have a reviewer called Wow, who says... It's weird, but I Irish. But I Irish? The, uh, this is the worst review segment we've had <laughs> ever. So some drunk guy. Three stars. Uh, uh, two. It's five out of five. Okay. Which I believe, daddy gets the point. Wow. Which means you win. Is the prize I never have to do that game again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. The prize is that. And also, you get to plug your stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, you can see me do stand-up around uh, Australia and once they open the world up again, maybe other parts of the world. I've got a couple of podcasts about Australian rules football. They came to play and Danny Boyd, a Bulldogs podcast. And uh, you can just uh, see me do dumb things on YouTube. Uh, just, yeah, type in Danny McGinley and you'll see me doing a lot of lot of sports stuff. Uh, but, uh, oh, I just put up a... I had an idea for a movie, uh, a horror movie about drop bears, so I made a fake trailer for that just... Uh, of an afternoon stealing footage off YouTube and uh, things like that. So, yeah, maybe the the film people will like that. Excellent. I'll drop some links in the episode description. Check it out. Uh, But, yeah, thanks for coming on. And, uh, well, mainly thanks for watching the movie, I guess, not giving up halfway (laughs) through and being like, I'm not doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just leave it on you owe me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, if you like our show and want to keep in touch, you can as well. We're on Instagram at oldiebuttergoodypod. Uh, same address for Facebook as well. we got the personal Instagrams that you can follow. If you like the show and want to help us out, the best way to do that is to head over to either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Give us a rating. Uh, give us a review. We'll shout you out on the podcast if you do as well. That's the number one way to help get us out in front of uh, new people. So we very much appreciate that. Uh, also, make sure to check out other shows on our network. Uh, That's Not Canon Productions. Head to thatsnotcanon.com to check out some more shows uh, from the network as well. And big thanks to Josh Cake for our theme song. As always, good to give them all shout outs. Yeah. Uh, now, Zach, I believe I'm picking next week. Yes, you are picking next week. So, The Dish, a classic uh, Australian comedy about the first Apollo moon landing. I work for Working Dog Productions, who made that film, and I'll tell you a fun fact about that, that uh, they've only just uh, started announcing. Um, There was... So, for for those who haven't seen The Dish, a story about Australia's part in the Apollo 11. Yeah. And there was... uh, In the movie, there's two dishes, one in California and one in Australia, and the California one breaks down, so they have to do the Australian one. In reality, there was three dishes... There was one in Madrid as well. Oh. But Australia did get the feed. And only... W- now, they expected, especially when they launched the film in Spain, they would get a lot of flack. No one mentioned it. Only one person picked them up on that floor. Neil Armstrong. <laughs> so, Neil Armstrong sent them a letter saying it was a great film and really accurate except for that one thing. And they kind of mm. kept that to themselves until Neil died and then they started telling people. So, there's a f- that's a great film. Uh, okay. You should do that one. We have Ealing. A 40-year-old guy has been sheltered by his mother. When she dies, his life is turned... Upside down. So what's that? An American remake of Bad Boy Bubby? Yeah. Yes. That's definitely what it is. We have uh, Eddie B at the Gates. Great film. uh, Follows the life of a Soviet sniper during World War II. Yep, yep. We have Exit Wounds. Yep. A cop who's known for pushing the limits. Rapper DMX is in it. DMX! Oh, wow. We have Memento. Great film. Christopher Nolan's breakout movie. Man, I saw Memento just randomly at one night at a cinema. We were like, I don't know, what's that about? And the cinema guy went, I think I heard it's all right. Knowing nothing, mm, what mm. a mind-blowing cinema experience it was. Well, we've got some pretty good options this week, actually. you got great films in there. Is that is that all of them? Yeah, yeah, that's the last one. That's the last one. So, like, last week we had multiple Disney films. <laughs> 
This week we actually have some pretty good ones. But no, I'm gonna, you have to see the you have to see the dish. The dish is one of the best Australian films made this century. It is such a charming little beautiful movie. Like everyone talks about the castle, which is a great film, but the dish is next level. It is if you haven't seen it, yeah, I can't recommend it enough. It's such a, a beautiful Australian story. You know what? I think I will go for the dish yeah. because I've always wanted to watch it, but also our format would not work for Memento mm. and Enemy at the Gates. I did a little bit of research. Yeah, yeah, it's too dark for our show. It's comedy podcast. We're doing the dish. Mm. That's the episode right there. Uh, we'll wrap it up with the best quote from mm. Luck of the Irish. Uh, mine is probably, uh, history. That's so 10 minutes ago. Now, all we care about is sports. Uh, my favourite uh, quote uh, would have to just be generic bad Irish accent. So, hoity toity hoity Oh, no. I'm bleeping that. <laughs> bleeping all of that. Bleep, bleepity bleep. Danny, what's your favourite quote? Uh, the moment where I thought they were actually going to have some alcohol and his mum says, I might drink a bit of warm Bonnie Clabber before I go to bed, uh, but <laughs> yeah. Bonnie Clabber is sour milk. Oh. oh. Oh, actually, I got one more thing. One more thing. Oh, Sorry, yeah. guys. Just, I took a, I went on the IMDb uh, trivia mm. mm-hmm. and there was something I didn't understand. I'm wondering if you can help me because you know when there's the IMDb trivia, they've got all the, the boring stuff and then it has warning spoilers. Oh, yes. Oh. This is the only bit of trivia under spoilers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kyle has the Celine Dion Let's Talk About Love CD on his bedside table when he turns his alarm clock off on the morning of his unluckiest day. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> oh, because it mentions the morning of his unluckiest day but the cd let's talk about love because only unlucky people would listen to celine dion i don't know yeah okay anyway probably wasn't worth going back for oh well thanks gents (laughs) 